This is the K-Pop Cast. I'm your host, DJ Peter Lowe, and it's another Hit Rewind special. That's right. I'm Stephanie, and this is our mini-series discussing the hit songs in K-Pop for the year of 2011. We'll debate the best, but you be the jury to tell us who won. And joining us for this new throwback series, I am proud to welcome back on the show someone who's here to spread the Super Junior agenda. She is also Super M's BFF and K-Pop journalist. Everyone, welcome back, Alexis Hodoyan. Hodoyan. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> Alexis, we'll get your name right one of these days. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm usually good It's fine. You, okay. It's just, you know, a practice thing. It's okay. fine. Yes. We'll just have to keep having you back. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. the only solution. So that being said, let's dive in to our hit replays of the year 2011. What will you guys always remember in K-pop for this special year of 2011? 2011 for me was the year where I was listening to both K-pop and J-pop interchangeably. Uh-huh. And my brain couldn't really tell the difference, honestly. I was vibing to, uh, let's see, chemistry, Puffy Yami, Yumi, um, perfume. And mm. really enjoying those trance-inspired driving yeah. beats with the hi-hat drums and the electro-pop mm-hmm. synths. And then, like, hopping over to K-pop, you had, like, Kara straddling both genres, K-pop and J-pop, doing that same sound. And so many, like, so many groups, especially the girl groups, Rainbow, who else was doing that, that electro-pop synth sound? It was, like, super catchy. Everything that both those genres had to offer. Well, you know, it's funny, Stephanie. Actually, yeah. you're not wrong because K-pop was in J-pop world in 2011. We had After yes. School do a notable collab with Nami Amuro. Like one of my favorite songs, Make It Happen. Um, we also had Kata and uh, Girls' Generation um, making a big play in Japan that year. It was Mr. Taxi, right? Mr. Taxi, Taxi, Taxi. Mm-hmm. Yep. Taxi, 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 Well, 2011 for me was the year I, um, I found K-pop. Um, I so I found it like on the like towards the end of the year. So it was kind of like I got into it once like the end of the year specials were going on. So I had a lot of catching up to do. And I think like what Stephanie, what you were saying about like it was that point in K-pop where everything was just like electropop and everything and it was just electric shock yeah well that was 2012 Mm -hmm. but but yeah that's what you know like 
caught my attention and I was like, wow, okay, no, let me. Plus, like a bunch of boy groups and girl groups, like that, if that wasn't like the selling point, I don't know what was. Yeah. But I, so that's what wrote me in. Yeah, in you know, I'd, I'd like to pull something up out of the archives uh, that you Ooh. actually shared with us, Alexis. Uh-oh. Your Facebook post from 2011. Oh, no. <laughs> Is We're this going to be a Jay Park moment? No. Is this going to be a Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, you know what? That. I actually did read up the comments, and I was like, did I say oh, anything problematic? I didn't. Pat on the back. You like, never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those K-pop receipts come back and get you. Yeah. I know. But no, it's fine. Yeah. So <laughs> in this post, you shared a link to To Anyone's Can't Nobody. Ah, oh, such a great song. Well, well, well picked, Alexis. And you yeah. wrote... Why am I suddenly into Korean pop? Question mark, exclamation mark. So, Alexis, I, I want to ask a question. Why are you suddenly into Korean pop in the year 2011? That's actually a really good question. Um, my my like pro- my introduction to K-pop, I think it was like not so conventional because at the time I was still in. Co- Ugh, I'm gonna date myself, but anyway, I was in college. And um, I went to UCI, and oh, it's cool. very, University there's of like, Chinese immigrants. Oh wow, that's what people say. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I think that in that sense, like it wasn't something that I saw, and I thought it was weird, you know, because a lot of people around me that I would show once I got into it, and I would show it, they would be like, "But why do you like a bunch of Korean guys singing?" You know. But really? I found at, it at UCI. They were weird. Yeah, oh, no, I know. No, 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 no. Come no, no, on, no. I, I would think UCI is like the first Especially, frontier. Especially, yeah. No, no, no. Not people at UCI. I say that I was kind of like I would say. You know how some people have like their reservations with K-pop because they don't know it. I would say because I was at UCI, I didn't have that when I saw it. Oh. But when I but when I showed it to my friends back home. Oh, or no. something like that they were kind of like the, you know mm-hmm. like there was only like a few ones who were like oh yeah this is cool and everyone else was just like what do you mean well I would but, like to thank uh, our California yes. higher education for instilling the values of especially the the University of California system system Wait, Stephanie, you went to Ca- no, you went to Stanford. I went to, I went to Stanford. You can't like oh, you're, you're supposed to be the moral like, enemy of Cal. Look, both my parents went to UCLA. Okay, I was like okay. bred to be a Bruin. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. But I mean, it has nothing to do with my story. But I found K-pop because I was I was watching like a TV show in Mexico, and they were showing Korean pop. Um, music videos and one of them was Can Nobody and the other one was I Am The Best. Yes. Wait, and in Mexico? Yeah, that's hey. why I say that it was like, it was, it's actually it's it has been huge in Mexico because of mm. K-dramas especially. Yep. But, but yeah, I didn't know anything about it. It was literally me just turning on TV and it was there and like the colors and the flashes and everything. And then back then I used to think that I was going to be like a fashion writer like I thought that I was going to be like you know the next Robin Givon and that I was going to be like writing critically about fashion so can nobody start Jeremy to Scott. like bomb onto KTC mm. many styles so I was like what and also it must be pointed out that during that time I was really into what was Rihanna's um, what was her her album called Talk That Talk mm. I really uh. liked it so I saw a lot of parallels to yeah. to what to anyone was doing. Yeah. So that's I was like kind of like, oh my god, I really like this. 
And then once I got into YouTube and I found the boy group that I fell in love with, it was a done deal. Mm. <laughs> Super senior. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all it took. Oh, I Just love hearing junior. people's stories of how they got into K-pop. Yeah, yeah. It warms my heart. When I <laughs> found out that we were doing this episode, and I was racking my brain like, okay, 2011, is there anything notable from this year? And I was kind of skeptical. And then I started looking at the list, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, all these songs, so many great hits. They're iconic. I Very iconic songs. Um, I'm reminded that Big Bang is back with Tonight. And love song tonight actually is my song. favorite Big Bang song, despite really? Really? Yeah, the, the commercial success that they saw from all their other great hits. <laughs> I love the other songs, but tonight is actually my favorite one. We got the song of rebellion from Brown Eyed Girls and their song Sixth Sense. That that is such <laughs> oh so an oh my god, powerhouse vocals. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I the love how they have the um, was it that one moment where uh, is it Gavin who sings really high and then the, it carries down the scale to um, I think Narsha. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was I'm intense. not gonna do it, but yeah, It was a really great year for Tiara as well. They had uh, Roly Poly or uh, Lolly Poly, if you Lolly Poly. <laughs> cry, cry as well. Let's also not forget Fiction. By Batuste. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like, That's one oh of my, my favorites. Of the the most year. sentimental Same. song in K pop of all time. Like, Whoa. like, that song is so. Fine words. Yeah. Yeah. And Coed Dances with Troublemaker. Like, do you, you remember, Stephanie, you and I, we went to K pop events around this time. We oh, saw yeah. All the Everybody boys and, girls and their mama dancing together. Troublemaker. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was covering this song. That's that's the that's a song that is made for the live performance, made oh, yeah. for the fans. Yeah, yeah, mm. for sure. And we had other sexy summer songs like uh, "So Cool," the butt dance by Sistar. Like we knew it was summer because Sistar came out with a song.
Oh, totally. Hyata introduced Bubble Pop, another uh, summer jam, and another sexy summer jam. And we had Hot Summer by Function of X or FX. Danger. Dangerous. Okay, and then uh, <laughs> I've got to call out a tweet from Boy with the Lips. Um, he Boy tweeted lips. at uh, saying, "As a resident Sawan, I wanted to say the boys, but there's one clear choice." Uh, and oh. he's referring to Song of the Year for 2011. And he shared with us a GIF of Kara mm-hmm. doing step. step. He's not wrong. Yeah. That was definitely a top, top contender. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like I, I don't want to waste all of our time, but I mean, the list goes on. There are so many other great songs. Oh, I also want to call out Wonder Girls. They got a song that wasn't Nobody for the first time in like three years. Mm. <laughs> so um, that was great but to was, see. But was it not Nobody? <laughs> <laughs> it was a different tempo. It was... Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of like Be Mine Minimal baby. differences uh, Well Whatever uh, Infinite Be Mine That was another great one Also good for that Sentimental category Can we have a debate Over the, the worst song Of 2011 I vote for Hands up 2pm <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> You know you, you say that You know what I recently I, I don't know why I recently watched That music video For like the first time In like I don't know Seven years And I was like This song does not slap as hard as I thought it did. <laughs> uh, let me tell you why you're both wrong. Because okay. I will play this song like in 2020. Really? And it's only I don't I don't play all of it. I really only play the now put your hands at the actual chorus part. Put your hands. And actually I mean, goes pretty anytime hard. Anytime a song tells you <laughs> yeah. what to do, like it's gonna like yeah. And I mean I'm not saying that I hate it. It was just one of those moments that I was like hmm like you know. Oh, I mean, after what they've accomplished in the past, that was just sure, a throwaway. Sure. Like, come on, man. But, but people dance with it because it has very clear instructions. Exactly. You put your hands and up. Will, and everyone does it. I, I, I'm telling you, they do it in the club. Okay. Like, well, I, you would look really dumb if a song is telling you what to do when you're, like, doing something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I stand strong. Worst song of 2011. Don't at me. to think of the of the good songs of 20 like good the, all the yes. good that 2011 gave us which was a lot yeah. some of my favorites are from the the younger up-and-coming boy groups there was infinite yeah be mine yep. yes yep. teen top 
No More Perfume on You. Oh my god. Y'all need to go back and watch that. The choreo is so good. I love that song. And it's I so don't catchy. care that some people say it's problematic. I love Who it. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? I am the sexy Nuna that they're singing to. Same. And, Same. And I approve. I tweeted recently, like, like to be honest, I'm more of a no more perfume on you Nuna than a replay Nuna, and Ooh. I'll stand by it. Yes. Yeah. I like that hot take. Follow me at ho underscore Doyen for hot takes on K-pop. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We Do also it. had a number of Aegyo flavored great songs that year, but one of them that stood out to me was Secret Shy Boy, and it's because they had Lindy Hop, like perfect like technically perfect lindy hop um in that music video so for all you dancers listening to k-pop you also want to see dancers doing lindy hop hey. uh, this is that music video i mean before we get into talking about you know obviously the best song of 2011 which is my pick i uh, would really love to hear from you all what were your personal soul searching up in the feels songs for 2011 pilo kick us off sistar 19s. Mm. My boy. Oh, my boy. Yeah, you, you start. I'm body rolling right now. Oh, if you can't my tell. gosh. Like, whenever hey. I, I, I play that one live, like, people are doing the body rolls on the dance floor, but I am doing it in the DJ booth along with them. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> and, and it's funny because it's right with the borderline Gen 2 territory that that crowd, the 25 and up uh, club goer, like, they know this song. And of course, it, it is one that is very easy choreography for us all to dance and sing along to, and pretend to be sexy or, or be sexy. We have that <laughs> be inner sexy. sexiness. Yeah, but I will also say, uh, I might get in trouble for this. <laughs> Ooh. But that music video—that was like the first time we actually saw like coochie as a concept <laughs> in K-pop. Hoochie. Oh, man. I mean, Hot, you, hot Girl Summer. Yeah. They were doing it back then. Oh, True. actually, the better version to watch is not the actual music video. It's the dance practice one. Oh, and why is that? When they do it with the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued. That's all I'll say. We'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah, this this one this one is super catchy, easy to do the choreo, and judging by the reactions of my non-K-pop loving male friends, uh, <laughs> it can play on the world stage, if you will. I was never like really into Sistar, but I can recognize that it's like an iconic song and an iconic still body rolling. This predates booty number one, booty number two. Like <laughs> you want to track the evolution of an artist. This is where it began. Yes. Okay. How about you, Stephanie? What is the one that is not your most iconic, but personal favorite oh, man. for 2011? Okay. So you know what? This was really hard for me because the song I'm going to campaign for in a minute as the, I guess, most iconic song with the legacy in K-pop was also my personal favorite by Leaps and Bounds. So asking me to pick like, oh, well, what's your personal favorite was like, well, I kind of want to use the same song. So you'll, you'll hear it later. And those of you who know me and who, who have ever been to Norebang with me know what that's going to be. 
So for personal favorite, I'm going like way down like to catch a number two. Yeah, and as you described to me earlier, Stephanie, like it's miles. It's the humongous delta between number yeah. one and number two. Sorry. <laughs> but I am I am gonna go with Beast Fiction yes. for my, my personal favorite. Yeah. I I listened to it today and from the very first lyrics, like I still know it. It's still taking up space in my brain and I can still belt it out. And the little footwork choreo is refreshing. Um, everybody go check it out. I'm actually rewatching a K drama called Let's Eat. Which stars oh. Do June Do from June. Beast. <laughs> so that, great. Re- that reminds me of all those songs. It's so good. And if, if you love food, go watch Let's Eat the Drama. Um, but yeah, Beast Fiction. love that song um actually we did um a best 100 songs of the decade at cold scene and fiction was our number two song the first one was step and number three was be mine so ah okay 2011 is so iconic yeah but but i agree that fiction is just it's just a beautiful song like you don't even you don't even have to like go into the the lyrics like you can just like it's just one of those songs that you feel and the instrument have you ever listened to the like the orchestra version yes it's so beautiful like the listeners will have like a bunch of homework to do after this episode like do yourself a favor and look it up it's beautiful just ignore everything that happened last year with the beast members and just for <laughs> one moment Uh-oh. just delve into nostalgia and just be like oh this is a beautiful song that that one guy wrote but yeah, yeah but it's a beautiful song <laughs> yes can't take that <laughs> Yeah. Well, for my pick, as I said before, what first made me like, like what caught my attention in K-pop was to anyone, but what sealed the deal for me Mm. was... Super Junior's Acha. Was there what? any doubt? Was there any question that Alexis was going to choose something that wasn't Super Junior, Super Senior, Super Sunday? Look, I said I was here to push an agenda. Yep. I'm here as a fan. I'm not here to be objective. Love the it. bias is here. Well, at least for mm. the so, personal favorite section. Sure. For yeah. all sections. What are we sure. doing? Let's, let's just picture this. It's 2011. And I'm watching a music video with like nine gorgeous guys. Oh, yes. And they're dressed down like to the nines. And like this is 2011. Like this was like the height of like maximalism. So mm. they they all have all these accessories and this like 
eccentric looks and like remember and you, like, were, you were really into fashion exactly mm-hmm. and then I mean what do we have out in the west in 2011 we had LMFAO and we had mustache t-shirts like oh boy. Oh boy. you know it was an easy sell for me and I was just so mesmerized <laughs> by it <laughs> and I was just like oh my god mm. men like this exist somewhere else and and the song I mean it's really catchy I'm not here you know I'm not gonna say that it's I don't know I'm not gonna say that it's like the mo- the like the lyrics or the composition the composition is really simple but at that time you know that was pop music like something repetitive something catchy something that sounded like you know like futuristic pop and then the iconic SM box was very was alive and thriving back then I mean, I'm not going to say, you know, it's not one of those songs that I tell people, oh, you should listen to it. But that's why it's my personal fave. Yeah, I, re- I really like that. That you have you have songs that you show to other people or to non-K-pop fans, and then you have your personal favorites, and you're just proud of it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what everyone in K-pop like should be. Like, you can separate what you like from what you think objectively is good. Yes. <laughs> so... Acha is one of those songs for me that I'm like, hey, I know this is not like I got a boy, you know, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. fine. I, but yeah, it's amazing. I'm, I'm curious. Uh, why did you pick Acha over Mr. Simple? Because Mr. Simple is my next pick. <laughs> oh, OK, OK. So, so on that Spoiler. note, on that note, it is time for us oh, to discuss the song that changed the course of K-pop forever, the song from 2011 that left a lasting impact and legacy upon the genre of idol Korean pop. So, Alexis, why don't you kick us off? Tell us about Give it away. <laughs> Mr. Simple. Well, hey, Mr. Simple. It's Mr. Simple. Simple because I naughty naughty. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay. I, I mean, Mr. Simple. Like I said, this was back in 2011. Repetition, futuristic electro pop was all the rage, yep. and then this was like peak Suju. Um, I think those that was like the last time that Suju was like, you know, like this juggernaut of K-pop. Like, I mean, there still are, but they still are, but it's more like a legacy thing. But this is when they were like still key players in the scene, you know. And like Mr. Simple, other than that, sorry, sorry, is like their second most like representative song. Like if they go to like a music bank and like I don't know. Paris or whatever like they'll sing sorry sorry and they'll sing Mr. Simple like it's it's very representative and the song like I said it's just catchy yeah. like I honestly I miss when K-pop was just catchy and it was like fun 
you know like now it's Uh-oh. what is it now <laughs> <laughs> now it's like all these layers and like people want to intellectualize it and it's fine if that's I for feel you attacked. yeah no it's about, fine. are you talking hey. about the k-pop cast <laughs> no, 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 no no i'm saying songs now like they have to you know like be i don't know i just miss the simpler times of when a song was just hey this is catchy this is fun it's mr and i think it's mr simple exactly and mrs simple and mrs simple but (laughs) yeah simpler times mr simple that that song like if i need uh, so i've got again as a dj as a k-pop dj i've got my different crates for the different moods or environments or the uh, emotional ingredients that I want to like insert onto the dance floor. And then one of my crates, I've got, in all caps, CHURCH UP BIGGER CLAYERS! And um, <laughs> in, in that in that crate, I have Super Junior's Mr. Simple. It's also in the classics crate as well, but it's got the energy. And there is also a lot of, I will say, and I'll have to share with you, Alexis, a lot of great Electro remixes of Mr. Simple, which are worth listening to <laughs> as well. <laughs> Okay, all right. So, Stephanie, let's hand it over. What is the song that is like leaps and bounds? Way better than yes. everything else from 2011. Way better in your than opinion. any other track this year, hands down, was none other than 21 Negatel Chalaga. Negatel yes. Chalaga! I am the best. Yep. Oh my god. From the very first bass drop, you know they're gonna come hard. From the very first frames of the video where oh my gosh, I don't even know. Oh my god. The girls are the girls of twenty one are dressed up in sleek leather and metal and they're these hairstyles, you don't even know. Like CL has what do you call it, like ram or bullhorn? Yeah, like made some horns. from her hair. <laughs> Sons, Dara's hair is literally standing up, defying gravity, like standing six feet above her, like flames. And they have machine guns shooting up windows, panes of glass. They have just are oozing aggressive confidence, and I don't give a f what anyone thinks of me. And that is what we needed in a year and in really a few years of of Eggyo, of, you know, trying to be cute, sexy, body rolls. These girls were like, I don't care if I'm sexy. I am powerful and I am the best. Yep. And I don't really think we've we've seen something like that since. I don't think no. anyone has, has hit that level of just nope. like, I don't give a yeah. what. 
right? Yeah. And this is like this. This is my personal favorite. This is the most iconic song. I sing it every time I go to Norebang and start doing the dance. And yes. I want to shout out to the what's what's like the the breakdown segment near the end where they change it to a slightly different genre and they do kind of. Middle Eastern inspired vibes. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite breakdowns uh-huh. uh, of all oh, time. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Exactly. That so, part. I'm the best. And and didn't they didn't this song get picked up for like a Microsoft promotion? Commercial, yeah. 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 Like five <laughs> years later or something. Which only yeah. I mean I'm gonna put my bias on pause right now and just Thank be you. like objective. But like I mean, I am the best. Just like it's a very 2011 sounding song. It is, yeah. But it's just like stood the test of time. Like yes. the the commercial you're speaking with, it came out like five years after. Yeah. Like the trends, everything it. was different. And even right now, you could play I Am the Best and it was like, it's still a People banger. People like, oh wow, that just came out. Yeah. Like, no one yeah. would bat an eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People, people still like, if my friends were all haters of K-pop when I first got into it, but I would play I Am the Best and everyone would be dancing. Like me and my friends got yes. our, some of our other friends who had like a, like this gay bar they, like that's on their rotation. I am the best because oh it's just it's that song. I am the best is that song. It's so fierce. And like you don't even have to say like oh like buy a girl group. No, like point blank a K-pop song that like I can't really like yeah I don't know. Yeah. That's just my opinion that I am thank the you. best is just like up there and like nothing touches it. Yeah. Wow, thank you. I, I mean as the twenty one blackjack of that era, like I was really into 21 solidly into the 21 camp around that time and uh, uh, yeah you're absolutely right The I think the closest thing that came closest to that concept was uh, CLC's Hobgoblin but I mean mm-hmm. yeah, there, mm-hmm. there's still a, a gap, a void that needs to be filled in K-pop right now by yeah. real girl crush real bad girl like Real bad girl, but not but not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good, you know. Bad meaning good, you know. Peter, I think you're going to try and shut me down with another girl group, right? What you got? The boys, the boys, the boys, the boys, the boys, the boys, the boys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll rest my case right there. Like, I, I feel like I don't need to say anything more. It's the girls' generation, the boys. and Oh, that, no, please do. Okay. Well. For the sake of argument, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, it was hard. Like, I, I was thinking, like, what, what song from this year is the most iconic, the most game-changing. And uh, 21 was certainly a contender, a top contender, I might say. But Mm -hmm. looking back on it, it's actually the boys. And girls bring the boys out. Um, It's this... For those of you, you kids who did not grow up or come of age or look back on this time of K-pop, this era of K-pop, it starts off 
in bullet time. Everything is moving very slowly. You've got rose petals cascading, uh, descending upon the um, closed soundstage where this music video was filmed. There's a dove being let go and flapping in slow motion. And if you get any closer to these girls, you'll feel the heat. <laughs> GG. <laughs> oh my um, god. I, I, I say that because I, whenever I play this song live, it is one of the almost like surefire instances where everyone will actually say the fan chants. <laughs> so I, I I can't... Yeah, the fan chants were impressive for this Yeah, one. I can't divorce the fan chants from listening to the song itself. Like, you have to say the fan chants. That's a necessary part of... I don't of, think I know the fan chants. Well, you, all you have to really do is oh just boy. do the GG at the very beginning after the first verse. Um, <laughs> this song is iconic because this was... Um, SM Entertainment's like round two <laughs> at, at trying to like penetrate into the Western market. Um, they went on a number of uh, talk shows. They went on to different broadcast stations um, to try to get the song promoted on Western charts. I think as Tamar mentioned in our last episode, they SM kind of did it with the same paradigm that YG does their sound, but it wasn't true to the SM style, possibly, potentially, maybe, kind of, sort of. Um, but there, there's no questioning that as K-pop fans of that time, it was so validating to see your very favorite idol on Western billboards or um, or TV stations. Uh, let's not forget the super iconic photo um, following a live airing of Girls' Generation doing the song The Boys on Letterman. Um, there's a photograph of uh, yes. all the girls around Bill Murray. And Bill Murray just, you know, beside himself <laughs> like, well, it's great to be an entertainer celebrity. Um, what a time to be alive. That's right. That's right. So uh, the, the song also was accompanied by um, a number of remixes. In fact, SM launched a remix competition at this time. Um, so mm. for me as a DJ, and also because I had a lot of really close ties to the uh, remixer producer community, it was also fun to hear and see all these different innovative um, instrumentals and remixes being produced to go along with that contest at that time. Uh, shout out to mm. DJ uh, Hudgens who who won that remix contest of that year. Um, and then nice. we also had Western collab artists who were trying to latch onto this, or rather, SM approach, I'm sure, to, to make sure that this got some airplay. Um, so we had uh, Snoop Lion, <laughs> who, t- Snoop who did Lion. Like, uh, introverse <laughs> for the song. First of all, most of y'all love to play, get involved, baby boo. Congratulations, girls, girls, generation innovating, shaking and baking, beat the basin. Times are wasting. Walk, walk, slow with it. I'ma, I'ma, I'ma get it. Give it up, break it down. Take your time, tone it down. Dogs back, back around. Don't you love that doggy sound? I bake the cake like it. Now make it shake like it. Girl, you bad. Everything I never had. I'm going out. Why you showing out? Oh, and then we had that controversy because of his tweet. Oh, tell us. Tell what? us, Alexis. What? what is the controversy? You don't know this? I, I vaguely remember. Remind me. He Because his, his verse, he said, like, all... So he was a reference to, like, a chicken, like, all legs know something. 
and oh no it wasn't the verse that he said he just tweeted something like like all legs no something else and people were saying that he was like you know like objectifying them or like blah 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 and then he but he responded and he was saying like no like that's what we say that like I don't know. I, I don't remember. I, it's just like one of those things that just popped into my mind. But it was like he explained that he was just saying that they were like, like they feel it was his way of saying that they were really cool, that he wasn't like putting them down or anything. But people were really I upset mean, he at had him. to say that. Yeah. He I would mean, have been canceled right away. Yeah. But it was it was a fun moment to be on Twitter. <laughs> oh, so on Twitter. Yeah, so on Twitter, right? Yeah. Um, there were also other great remixes from, uh, sure, the the more indie scene, the uh, the the fan community producers, but also we had um, producers like uh, Steve Aoki um, make a number of remixes off of that album. Uncle Steve, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he was. This, I think, actually, I think this was his first. He's foray. been into K-pop for a while. Yeah, but I think it was actually this album um, that was his first entry into. Yes. So, so for that reason, um, this is the most iconic song in K-pop for the year 2011. Bring the boys out, girls generation, make you feel the heat, and we're doing it, we can't be beat. Bring the boys out, we born to win, better tell all your friends, cause we get it in, you know the girls. Bring the boys out, just looked it up. He tweeted, legs and thighs, no biscuits. No biscuits? <laughs> that's what he what, said. What, um, half um, white, that's what elder he said. millennial ass. What, what does that mean? Come on, Peter. No curves. Okay, okay, got it, got it. Uh, understood. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's wrong for that. He knows he can't be saying that. Well, he thought nobody's listening. Well, that's what he tweeted. Mm. Also, I have a funny story about the boys. Okay. SM Town in Anaheim was actually my first K-pop concert. Oh. And they were filming it for like, they like I don't know, for some, like they pa- they broadcasted it. And so they were like filming the entire concert and they were filming the fans. And like back then, my my friend who I went with, he was wearing a pink, a pink um, pull up jacket. But it was just because he wanted to wear a pink jacket. He's actually like a shiny fan, but he decided to wear a pink jacket that day. So for the boys, it was like really funny because my my friend was like doing all the choreos and everything. And he was like very into it. And the one moment where he like stopped to like catch his breath and just like fist pump very manly and masculine. That's like the one spot, the, the one take that they actually put on the unlike the like they broadcasted it and i'm next to him dancing so oh no we on, so we were on korean on korean tv but it was really funny because my friend like he's he's a gay man and he was and we were joking that the one moment <laughs> when you're like very masculine like <laughs> like fist pumping like that's that not like you're into because it was like on the breakdown like the, i want to dance right now <laughs> like mm. that moment so he was like you know doing the most but the moment that he like fist pumped, that's the that's the moment that they that they sh- that they decided to show. 
Yeah. And I'm next to him just like ah. dancing. Yeah, I feel like the the TV stations they know what shots they want to catch. Yeah, yeah, and then he just looked like a very masculine. That's song. what they wanted. <laughs> yeah. They they wanted to be like, "Yes, yeah, see, Americans think this is legit hip hop." <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, Stephanie. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm actually almost certain that's what they were thinking. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're like, see, that's the shot. Get it. I'll look it up and send it to you guys. Please do. Yeah. 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 Oh, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go even farther on that point and say I am so glad that they did a remix contest and got all of those great remixes made because this song desperately needed it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. There's no real melody. Oh. It's the same note. Over and over, same beat. Actually, I yeah. it's just flat for me. It needed a remix desperately. Yeah, <laughs> and I I almost thought of opening with just that very point, Stephanie. Like this song, <laughs> it's not that instrumentally uh, <laughs> sophisticated, and it's kind of jarring even. Like even when I try putting it into my sets right now, like I definitely throw it in, like from my classics crate as a Hail Mary, like, oh shit, I lost the dance floor. What am I gonna put in now? <laughs> oh let me just put this one on. It's safe. Everyone will, will do a fan chant and they'll they'll come back. But yeah. but even then probably- like it, it's like uh it's such a boring song. And like mm-hmm. really trying lyrics that it's in <laughs> Korean, English and Japanese. But uh there's no denying it's got influence. Like, I still play it, again, as a Hail Mary, even though I might not like it. This is a song with impact and legacy. I'm probably in the minority, but I like the English version more. Ooh. Yeah. It's just that I never saw, like, Girls' Generation, to me, was not that, you know, it was, they weren't ever that group that was, you know, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> and the English lyrics were kind of like that. And I was like, okay. So that's when I kind of started seeing them like, okay, maybe they're not just like cookie cutter. Right. Like, like really, you know, cutesy. Although now I appreciate all that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I do think Hyoyeon killed the dance break part. Oh, yeah. That's Definitely. <laughs> yeah. If you, want, if you want a bad bitch, hit up to anyone. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Also, I mean, Peter made like this entire thing with the with the music video, but I just thought it was just like weird. Like, oh yeah, look at me. I'm a pretty princess. Yeah, it was like princess oh, tiaras and diamonds. Car- yeah, Sorry, I, I, I didn't focus on what was actually important. Sorry, I was applying the boys' perspective <laughs> on this. <laughs> on the dramaticness of it. I mean, I'm. I know there's like a lot of people who hate the voice, but I, I, I mean, I have songs that I like more than that. But there's also songs that I dislike more than the boys from mm. Girls' Generation. Yeah, don't don't let don't it. let Sawans hear you on the internet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to. We're rooting for you, Tiffany. By the way. Um, okay, so I think that that probably mm. wraps it up. So, you've heard from us, 
But now it's time for you to decide which song won for this special Rewind episode. Please vote Mr. Simple. That's the only correct answer. There is only one song that deserves your vote, and it says it in its name. I am the best (laughs) because it is the best. The boys. Okay, um, you can find that answer, that poll, to select your option. Um, we'll, we'll post a tweet, and it'll, it'll be a poll. And you've got seven days to vote on that poll to um, select uh, the winner. Oh, and oh my gosh, you guys. Uh, we need to announce the winner of the 2010 episode. I can't believe we didn't <gasps> do that already. And actually, I forgot to even mention this. We It's been so long. Not only do we... Um, have to announce the winner of our 2010 episode. I would like to um, employ the help of Ask Me About K-Pop to uh, share the staff favorite of 2010. It's Rain. Rain. Oh my god! Look at this! (laughs) What song is this? It's called a love song. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god! Okay, so he's wearing like a bedazzled bulletproof vest with nothing underneath. So guns are out. And look at that eye makeup. He has, co- he has clockwork orange like eyelashes on, on both, both eyes. eyes. Ah! Rain! He just did like a face scrunch. <laughs> it's literally all. He's just standing in front of Jesus, this enormous fan. His arms are so big. Ah! <laughs> Oh my god, they're all just as beefy! I love Rain. Remember when we saw him live? I do. We saw those guns in person. Look how oily they are. Ah! Bunny roll to the floor! Oh, he's so tan. Rip your shirt off! Rip it off! Oh my god! He's got to do it! Yes! He just has a tiny Oh my god, he's wearing a tiny crop vest and body rolling to the floor! Yes! Oh my god. (laughs) So you heard from Ask Me About K-Pop. That was their favorite probably one of their favorite songs from 2010 it was also as you probably heard on that episode rain and his song love song mm. was our favorite mm, mm, it was mm. definitely the the staff pick by a long shot the, yeah <laughs> but we heard from you the jury and you decided was it snsd's oh rain's love song or shiny Lucifer. And it was, of course, shiny. <laughs> you gave it away. Damon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at that. Yep. Yeah, I'm not mad. Love song though, like I, I know. I, if, if anything, like, like I hope kids these days can go back and appreciate Rain and and love song. Yes, they need to. Yeah. yeah, I shed a tear thinking of all the all the K-pop fans coming up who don't know. Who just a painted like, tear on your on the top of your yeah there to that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Uh, yeah, but that—that's our—that's our job, right? As the you know the the Opa Luna <laughs> Ajima Ajushi fans to to educate the youngins about like what came before. Yeah, yeah. Alexis, did you have any comments on 2010? Just that I completely support Lucifer being the top song. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right. Simple. Well, 
Again, Alexis. So remember, yeah. remember, for 2011, you've got seven days to vote from this episode's air date. We'll announce the winner on the next Hit Rewind episode. In the meantime, let our listeners know where they can find you on Twitter. And Alexis, where can people find you online and in the social medias? You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram as at ho, H-O-E, underscore D-O-Y-A-N. And then (laughs) I just opened TikTok. They wouldn't let me use that username. So I had to French it up and I wrote... (laughs) H, and so my TikTok. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, she did. What is she this? Did. Yeah. <laughs> so my TikTok is at h e a u x underscore d o y a n. Ho do yen. Ho do yen. Oh. Yeah. I mean, if you're actually saying it the pronoun the French way, you don't actually say the h. You, oh, like, oh, oh do yen. Uh, Whatever. Well, I mean, in Spanish, it's ho do yen also. So. Oh. Ah. Okay. So wait, wait, did go. I say it right? Ho do yen. <laughs> that was like a sure. That that was like a good try, Peter. But. It's 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 honestly okay. fine. Like I don't I don't. Mind. Yeah, you don't mind, but I I, I mind. I want to get it right one of these days. It's just Oloya. Oloya. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Oloya. All right. And, and Stephanie, where can people find you online? You can find me at S Parker too. and I'm at DJ Peter Lowe. And you can also tweet at all of us at the K-pop cast. And I'm supposed to say voting for Jay June in 2020 is an acceptable choice too, but I have a feeling that producer PD Nem uh, dropped that comment in. Uh, yeah. Is always leaving those Easter eggs for us. Okay, all right. So that wraps it up. Thank you for joining us, Alexis. No, thank you for having me. It's always yeah, fun. fun it's always fun to be here, mm-hmm. advocating for my faith. Yes, as you should. I, I love that you come with a clear agenda. Yeah, You're not trying to be like, equivocating and objective for others. No, like, nope. Like that's that's not what K-pop is about. <laughs> no. There's no, there's no time for that. There's no time. Yeah. Your fave has to win. Exactly. I think that's what K-pop is all about. It's not about, you know, objectivity, merits, or... You know.